Yeah, that's right. This is a radio podcast, everybody. How's everyone doing today? I gotta zoom out that music there so I don't violate the iTunes agreement. Hey, am I a little hot? A little hot here. How's everyone doing? Hey, guess what? This is my third attempt at recording a Monday episode. First attempt, I was talking to myself for five minutes, then looked down and realized I wasn't uh, recording it. I was only talking through the ether. So let me double check that I'm actually recording this. Ah, it says I am. And then my second attempt last night, this is how gay I'm getting. Oh, by the way, hi guys, this is Dave Neal, host of Sex Actually, the podcast. This is a ride-along um, podcast. Um, you're going to be in the car with me. Uh, because my second attempt at an episode, I did a whole 45 minutes with old Tasha Courtney, my girlfriend. We were answering user questions. We uh, debated uh, all these things. I actually got Tasha to admit that she thinks her accountant is sexy, which, by the way, is the funniest thing in the world that I found out she actually thinks her accountant is good looking. Now, look, I know what you're thinking. Dave, you're a little bitch. You can't let Tasha go see some sexy accountant. Yeah, I can. Okay, I, I'm, I'm okay with her flying a little close to the sun. Go for it. Go find some nerdy accountant. Fine. Be my guest. Because, and this is exactly what I told her. I was like, I'm going to f- go do a stand-up show somewhere. And the chick who works there as a waitress is going to be like, oh, my gosh, you're funny. Do you, like, really have a girlfriend? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. Do you got an accountant? Because she does. Anyway, I know you all think I'm psycho. Maybe I'm projecting that. I feel psycho sometimes talking about this. But it's it's healthy for me to talk to to my lady about like you know i don't want her to lie and say she's not attracted to her and her accountant we're allowed to be attra- we're, we're we're humans damn it right we're allowed to be attracted to other beautiful people or even here's my thing some of the chicks that i'm attracted to aren't traditionally like there was this one girl who was at the gym and she was kind of like chunky and i loved it and well, actually, for the story, she wasn't at the gym because I don't want Tasha to be like, why are you checking girls out of the gym? It's like Tasha. She walked by. It's okay for guys to feel, um, you know, juices flowing. It's okay if a girl walks by and it makes it move. That's the thing that chicks don't realize is that, like, Tasha had to sit alone you know, with her accountant for an hour and a half talking about all of her deductibles and expenses and career moves for her to find out that he's sexy, right? I just had a chick walk by in yoga pants and then I'm trying to break a boner through my wind pants. Not a good look, folks. So I don't know. We're not perfect. And it's okay to be, to, to, to get turned on. It's, the problem would be if you're in a steady relationship or whatever and you're committed to your person, the problem would be that you take it too far with somebody else. Like I've done shows where girls will chat you up after a show and everything. And yeah, would Tasha be super jealous if she was in the room? Yeah. Cause all girls are and all guys are like, if I was in the room with Tasha and she was flirting with her accountant, I'd be like, babe, Hey, have some fucking respect. I'm right here. But if she does it while I'm not there, well, it's got the same principles um, that the superior man talks about where guys should feel different women's feminine energy. It's okay to do that. I think it's okay for women to feel men's energy as long as it's respectful, of course. Now, something weird. I never talked. I always forget to bring this up with Tasha, but we were for Halloween. We were both dressed up as whoville um people like we had our hair all wired up so it was sticking on its ends and we were wearing like christmas pajamas it was i'll tell you what it was a stupid costume but it was the most comfortable costume i've ever had but anyway we were at a party and this guy who i know for a fact was 1000 percent gay 
came by and tapped Tasha on the ass. And I saw it. But she didn't she didn't acknowledge it. So I didn't acknowledge it. But I wanted to be like I wanted to be like, hey, what the fuck? But but does this happen a lot with girls where like gay guys will slap them on the ass and be like, go girlfriend? Because just because he's gay doesn't mean he's allowed to touch my chick's ass. I don't know. I've never I always forget to call her up and ask her about that. Do you guys want me to do that right now? Let's call Tasha up right now, even though I'm driving home, and ask her about that. Because uh, actually, it's funny because it's like, oh, Dave, you don't have the balls. Just talk to her. Figure it out. Well, you know what? I do have the balls. Um, let's see what she has to say, by the way. I'm, if if this is the way Hello? I do de- Hey, Tasha, you're on the podcast. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm on uh, Sunset Boulevard, driving east, heading home. But I was just talking to myself as I do. This is how busy my... You, you, know, you know I wasn't lying when I said my day was busy. Literally, the only free time I have to record this thing is on my way home before we go home and watch Bachelor. How sad is that, that I'm prioritizing oh, Bachelor? Bachelor's on. At what time? Eight. And I get home at 7.30 and I got a salmon to thaw. Anyway, I was talking to myself about, you know, last episode, the one that died and we didn't get to record. We were talking about, we were talking about how um, you have an attraction to your accountant. That was not what we were talking about. It just briefly came up, and I'm not attracted to my accountant. Did his briefs come up as well? Now, the point was is that I think, uh, you know, with regards to the superior man, I was saying it's okay to feel an attraction to a member of the opposite sex. Fine. No big deal. That's, that was my point is that I would be jealous if I was in the room watching you guys like, have extended eye contact with each other, but you would be jealous too. If like, you know, some chick from the gym was trying to sell me, you know, a uh, personal training package. And she was like, you know, touching my biceps and was like, Oh, you're pretty strong. You know, you'd be, <laughs> which by the way, you never, cause this is what happens. We take for granted what we have with each other. But like when I, uh, when I hurt my neck and had to go to the hospital and they had to do a grip test and they said I had the strongest grip they'd ever seen. And it was like some like, you know, you know, some UCLA medical student probably. I, I was like, yeah, that's right, bitch. Yeah. My chick doesn't know how strong my grip is. <laughs> I'll never let you go. Anyway, so look, um, the point of why I called you was because I was talking about how um, – do you remember the Halloween party we went to at Deanna's and we dressed up as uh, Whoville? Yeah. Well, I never talked to you about this, but a dude definitely slapped your ass. Do you remember that? What? No. I swear you were to the left of me, and I remember we were standing there, and there's like there's like this one gay guy who like – this is the second year in a row he's telling you how perfect you are and all these things and he wants to use you in his project which by the way to me I'm, I also agree but I also think he's you know going to try to sell you to some like prostitution ring because he's a little like sketchy when he's like oh your spirit and aura are so aligned with what we need it's like alright buddy pump your brakes but his friend somebody slapped you on the ass and you didn't acknowledge it and it wasn't a random bump I'm just telling you, you- I thought it, I, the only time that would ever happen is if I thought you you slapped me on the ass. So maybe I just assumed that you slapped me on the ass. Because if a stranger had slapped me on the ass, you better believe somebody would have heard about it. Well, I'm telling you this five months later. This is a delayed sexual assault case. Some guys... Well, thanks for not doing anything about it. <laughs> All right. Well, look, the point, the point was is that I wanted to, but you just were unfazed. And I was like... You know, all right, so this guy, uh, oh, well, the dude was gay, 
So I'm thinking, all right, do you just let gay guys slap you on the ass? Is that just something they know to do? You know what I mean? Like, we've been dating at that point for three years almost, and I still didn't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. I can only assume that I thought it was you that slapped me on the ass. No, sorry, babe. I mean, I have slapped you on the ass, but this in this specific case, it was not my hand who did the slapping. Uh, that did the slapping. So anyway, I just, I just, you know, I, I hate to bring something up on the podcast and not ask you and be like, oh, I'm too afraid to like find out if being cuckolded. But, um, but yeah, I just never, I just never brought it up to you. Because it was just all in the moment. And I was, it was kind of like, we were all talking. We were on one of those high, we were standing at one of those high tops in a circle, right? And I think I looked down as the guy did it. And like, he was like, like the guy went for the ass, assuming I wasn't looking. And I just, you know, like, I guess a boyfriend just knows when to look at at a girl's ass when it's about to be violated. And, um, he didn't grab it so much as tap it. Like, uh, like you'd say good game to a teammate, but, um, you don't do that. You know, I'm sure there's security footage of it. They have a very nice home. Uh, you know, we should find out if they've got security footage. Um, because I do. bizarre. It's bizarre that you don't remember. How many guys are slapping your ass, that, like, willy-nilly that you're forgetting about here? No. That's obviously, I thought it was you. Well, okay, so help me out for the next time this happens. Let's do a whole episode on cuckolding. Um, which, of course, the, the cuckolding is when your boyfriend, when I would watch another guy fuck you. So this is a very mild form what? of that. That's what, that's what, that's why you call someone a cuck. A cuckold, I've like. I've never heard of this in my life. Well, that's because you lead a normal life and you don't search the depths of you porn. Cuckolding is when a guy, a lot of times, guys like this. Like, they'll hire a big black guy to go fuck their wife. And the guy has to be, like, tied down and watch or something. Yeah. That's why, anyway, so in my case, it was an inadvertent cuckold. Like, maybe, I don't know, maybe he thought you were someone else. I have no idea. Both of our asses were on point that night because we were wearing, like, tight little onesie pajamas. But he didn't grab my ass, I'll tell you that much. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But what, what, what's my game plan? What am I supposed to do in the future? Be like, hey, bro, what the fuck? Like, am I supposed to make a scene? Uh, yeah, you're supposed to make a scene. And then, and then, do I fight like lead the guy in a duel outside? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good. No, but I think like if I did a real, here's the thing: you can always count on me to be the first one to be like, "What the hell?" But if I need backup, or if I didn't realize because I thought it was my boyfriend slapping me on the ass, then it's your responsibility to to be like, "Yo, don't touch her." All right, so it's you my know, fault. Like, Got it. That's just called standing up for women. I know. And In any situation, a stranger touching a girl's butt is not cool. But the thing, the thing with being a guy is I'm. In, in a lot of instances, we're conditioned to not come off jealous. So in my head, I'm like, well, if another dude – I'm trying to think of a time when, like, a guy hit on you and I had to be, like, cool with it. Because, you know, sometimes, like, guys will – like uh, w- like when when we went hiking the other day, we ran into that dude. At first, I I thought that might have been your ex boyfriend because I'm not good at remembering white guys' faces. I'm like a black guy when it comes to remembering other white guys' faces. And then I remembered, oh no, this guy's a photographer and he's married and all these things. But he still, I still felt like he was like overly looking at you. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't know. Exactly. See, you don't understand when a guy feels like another dude's 
overly checking. Like when Johnny well, put his hand on your leg, I was like, uh, bro. Thinking that someone's being a little flirty when they're doing normal things and just having normal conversation. And when somebody obviously crosses the line, I know, but it's like, I mean, but it's like at what point, it's like I'm not staring at your ass, watching him in slow motion slap it with the ripples. Maybe he went for your hip or lower back, and I just looked at it the wrong way. So so that's why I was like, what? Like, I was more confused with what happened. You could, didn't even, like, flinch your conversation. So I was like, all right, I guess that wasn't what happened. But I'm pretty sure... I'm I'm pretty sure he grabbed your ass, and I know I know I'm five months late to the party here, but I just want you to know that um, that I know I know that I know that he did that. So. Well, now I feel really creeped out. Five <laughs> months later. Yeah. So you're not helping. Well, no, I'm trying. I'm I'm unfortunately for you, I'm looking out for uh, old number one here and trying to help myself out. I don't want you to feel creeped out. I just want to feel more like a man. And like you know, I would I would fight a guy for you. But remember the time my, my cousin Tim tried to start a fight and I had to like carry him away like remember when like like we did an episode on this dude like was literally following us ready to fight us that's not a case where i'm gonna fight some stranger so my chick thinks i look cool like you know what i mean like that's an un that's not like i'm fighting some guy nobody's looking for violence that's the thing guys always assume that violence is going to be there Well, well, one, one question. Well, yeah. Let me ask you one but, question. Baby, you, you know, didn't that flinch. Sort of, like, cognitive process is, is useful in many situations, but in many other situations, that can be really detrimental to someone's safety. I totally and understand. That happens to women all the time. They say it's much better to come across as rude or to come across as, you know, bitchy or to make a scene and then later find out that you shouldn't have made a scene and apologize it is to come back from the dead because you didn't trust your gut and something bad happened. Yeah. No, you're right. And and I was, like, hesitant because at that place, at that, at our, and I like them, but there's always some creeps. Like, there was that one dude who just wanted to take a photo with you, and he was another gay guy, but clearly he just wanted to, like, become Instagram friends or some weird shit. And I was, like, I was kind of, you know, was a little weirded out by it, but he was harmless. And in this case, I, I just went off of you, and I was like, oh, maybe... Maybe like I maybe like I caught the like maybe she knew I don't know I don't know anyway I hear what you're saying you got a point I'm already at our exit so I'll be home before this thing fucking ends but um uh what was I gonna oh yeah talking about fighting other guys it, uh, who would win uh answer this right away okay don't think twice right away who would win if I fought your accountant. You know what? I feel like you guys are pretty. Oh, you're such a. F- you are so 
delusional at how these things are supposed to go down. You're supposed to right away. Th- okay, th- I'm getting. I'm literally getting cuckolded on top of cuckolded here. There's no fucking way your accountant is beating me in a fight. Now I got to know what the guy looks well, like. I'm going to beat you. the living piss out of this guy. I'm just telling you right now. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Who would win in an arm wrestling match, me or him? Go, go, go. Tell me, like, go. I don't know because I haven't looked that closely you, you are so yeah. underestimating the will in my soul to fight this man. You have no fucking clue. <laughs> Why don't you come take the dog for a walk so you can finish this podcast with me? Because I'm already parking the car. Um, I'm going to get off the phone with you. You can decide if you want to say hi in person or take the dog for a walk. Um, nah, he's sleeping. sleeping. He's good. He's good. He's, yeah, he's sleeping until it comes time for me to walk him when I get nice and fucking cozy on the couch. I walked, I walked him just a couple hours ago. So he, he's not. All right. He'll, he'll be fine. Well, I'm going to. And I'll walk him later. It's uh, such a hassle. Well, no, it's if it's not too much of a hassle, you could just have the accountant walk him if that's what you want. <laughs> I'm sure the accountant we could. I'm sure the accountant could walk him just as fine. That is the biggest load of crap. I'm sure, the accountant has his own wife and own dog to take care of. The accountant can suck my dick. How about that? Um, I'm gonna go uh, not because of the accountant. Poor accountant never hears this podcast. Oh no, I hope he does. Here's what I'm going to do. I mentioned this before on the on the episode we deleted. I'm going to start paying you in cash for everything, and I'm going to make you charge a lot of weird shit to your credit card. So when he's going through your statements, he's like, "Oh shit, you had to get a you're going to deduct these 600 Magnum condoms and this bucket of lube and this cream you needed because you had a sore vagina." I'm going to make him have to see all that, and then it's I'm I'm going to get like jujitsu classes that I've been taking. No, fuck this guy. Who who's 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 got better a better chest? Babe, All right, you know what? That's not, that's not the answer. Could you imagine? Okay, okay. Could people listening imagine if I had a chick? Let's not use accountant, right? Let's use like let's say I had a coworker, right? And she's pretty, right? And then Tasha's like, babe, who's a bet? Who's got a tighter ass? And my answer was, I don't know, babe. It's probably a draw. How would that go, Tasha? <laughs> All right, I'm going to get off. I'll talk to you in a couple minutes. Okay, I see your point. All right, you see my point. Good. Well, go see your... Hey, you've definitely got the better arms and better chest. Okay, well, who's got a better face structure? Definitely you, babe. Um, who's probably got a bigger dick? Definitely you, babe. Okay, I don't, you're fucking full of shit now. So I'm going to go. I'm going to finish this episode, and I'll, I'll see you in a few, okay? All right, bye. Bye, babe. Oh boy, I'll fight that guy. I don't give a shit. What are we at? We're at twenty minutes. All right, let's uh, let's answer some questions. So uh, I'm gonna turn my car off here. I'm literally sitting outside my apartment now, but um, this parking space sucks. We have street sweeping. It's such a fucking pain in the ass. You get home at night and then you find out that you're on the wrong side of the street, so you got to go move it at fucking eight a.m. Anyway, let's get some an- let's get some uh, user questions here. I went. Um, here we go. We have a 19-year-old male. He said, my girlfriend, 19-year-old female, doesn't want to have sex, and I don't know if I'm being selfish. And then here we go. He's, oh, he, this is what he wrote. We've been on and off for a few months and seriously dating for about a month or two. 
We have oral sex on a weekly basis. Oh, that must be nice. When I brought up finally going all the way, she revealed to me that she was a virgin, which I had a suspicion was the case. She told me that she just wanted it to be the right time and that she, quote-unquote, took it seriously. It was a subtle dig at my loose sex life leading up to our relationship, but I wasn't really bothered by that. Rather, I'm starting to get worried that she seems to be waiting... I fucking just... Hold on a second. Oh, jeez. I was reading it from my phone and it went to sleep. So he's worried... First of all, she's calling him loose. He's 19. He can't be that loose as morals. Um, the fact that it's not... Here, he wrote, The fact that it's not with me yet makes me think I might not be, quote-unquote, that special person in her eyes. I'll freely admit that my sex drive is through the roof right now, but it's frustrating. I'm expected to commit to this person, but it almost feels like she's able to hold sex over me as a bargaining tool. Am I wrong for thinking this situation is off in some way? No, you're not wrong, but, you know, in the, in these types of situations, you got to give it a couple more months. Um, you got to show her... You have to really sell to her that you're not going to just fucking ditch her after you fuck her. You have to remember, you're le- like she's letting you into her home physically, into her vagina. And it's like I would never, I would never let someone into my house if I didn't trust them as a person. Like if I knew they were just going to eat all my Cheerios and not make the bed and leave the next day or invite their friends over. That's a threesome, by the way. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want them to come over. Like she's not going to want you until she she has nothing left to give you once you fuck her that's all that's all she has in her mind so give her a little bit more time if you really do like her maybe maybe just you know maybe she's just not buying the trust yet so you're gonna have to figure out a way to get all rom-com on her and show her that you know you like her and you respect her and if that means she tries to have sex and you tell her no like maybe next time you're having oral sex or next time she tries to go down on you just be like and i know this sounds crazy but just be like, babe, no, no, no. Let's just fucking like, let's just let's do something non-sexual because I don't want that to get in the way of how we like. Oh man, I, that's I give such good advice. I couldn't even finish the thought. I'm sorry, I didn't complete my sentence. But isn't that great? Like just being like, no, babe, man, babe, please, let's just let's just not fool around and like let's get to know each other more. I swear she'll be like, all right, let's fuck. <laughs> you can't tell a girl what to do. You just can't. You can't tell a girl what to do. Anyway, give it a few more months. It's good you're asking these questions, but you guys are 19. And if she's not the one, bro, just get out of there. Don't take her V-card if she's not the one. Um, New question. New relationship. I'm a 20-year-old female, and I just entered into a pretty serious relationship with a guy who's 24. I have a very high sex drive. Jeez, everyone's got a high sex drive these days. What the fuck? Uh, So does he. I'm scared that maybe too much too fast might not save us some fun stuff for later on in our relationship. So uh, that didn't even make sense. You're worried that if you have too much sex now, you're not going to have a good relationship. I'm not necessarily looking for ways to spice things up. I just wanted to know if there's others who may have some experience with having a lot of really great sex early on in the relationship. Dude, um, or chick here, you're worried that if you have too much good sex now, then the guy's going to, what, get sick of good sex? No, I think you that, – that's like if you're – that's like an NFL football team being like, oh, we started off 6-0, and but now we're tired going into this postseason. No, you're going to be just fine. Have good sex. Um, don't be a dick – don't, like, have your schedule dictate when you have sex. You know what I mean? Like, be okay with saying no to sex, even if you're both horny. Um, don't let sex get in the way of a date. Don't be like, oh, just come on over and fuck. Like, if you want to go on a date and you want him to like you, make him earn it, and then you both can earn the sex. Put a value to your pussy. You know what I mean? Like my girlfriend, I took her to dinner last night. I paid for dinner. 
I put a value on her. I know it's weird to be like, women, you can't put a value on women. I'm just saying as far as what we appreciate in life, if, if he spends time whining and dining you and appreciating you, then the sex might be that much more appreciated. Do you know what I mean? Because then you're saying, oh, he takes care of me. Then he gets to have sex with me versus we just both love having so much sex. Well, but challenge him. You know what I mean? Have good sex, but challenge him. So, no, I don't think you're going to get burned out on sex. Someone wrote, uh, no, people enjoy years and years of great sex. You're not going to run out of it. And there's are, there are always new things to try later on if you want to. That means anal. <laughs> um, and uh, someone else wrote, I had really, really great sex with my boyfriend on our first date. And for the last nine months, we've had really, really great sex. As long as you're communicating your needs consistently. Yeah, just communicate your needs if the whole, but I'll say this, if the whole relationship is built on sex, um, when the sex dries up, literally, um, that might be a problem. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say it's going to be a, a downhill thing from there because you just started having sex. Uh, here's the last one I'm going to read. Um, then I'll get out of here. This is a short one. Yeah. Are you guys cool with me uploading this podcast for a Tuesday instead of Monday? Um, like I said, I couldn't get it up last night. I lost it for some reason. I was recording it. And everything was fine. And then I put it in my card reader and my computer died. And I turned my computer back on. And sure enough, uh, the fucking episode was gone. So hopefully this one doesn't disappear because it's pretty genius if you ask me. Um, it's not always about sound quality. You know, sometimes you got to call your chick, put her on the phone. That's a fun episode. Uh, like like if, you were, if you were in the car with me right now, this is exactly how it would be going. Uh, last, last question here. <clears throat> I feel embarrassed. Uh, does my 23, wait, she's, oh, this, this chick's 23. I feel embarrassed. Does my new boyfriend who's 24 not want to sleep with me? I'm still a virgin. A lot of virgin questions on this one. Um, so this is a chick who's 23 and she's worried that her new boyfriend doesn't want to sleep with her. And then here's, here's what she wrote. I've been dating this guy for over a month and we are, we, and we became official about a week ago. He knows that this is my first relationship and that I'm still a virgin. I guess I'm feeling kind of confused and humiliated. I, oh, she's dramatic much. I've slept over at his house three times, and we've gotten really close to having sex every time, but haven't gone all the way yet. The first night, he asked if he should get a condom, but I was on my period and, and asked to wait until it ended before we had sex. All right. Then we tried again a few nights ago. He had a condom on and everything, but we were both still a little tipsy, and he couldn't get hard slash I was tight. Oh, man. Every guy listening is getting hard hearing you're tight. What the fuck? And then how many people are just angry at this dude? What the fuck, man? You got a tight virgin? Suck it up. Last night, I thought it was going to happen, but once again, it didn't. We were naked and making out for a while, and, and he stopped me when I put my hand on his penis. This is what the other guy should do. Oh, you guys need to swap advice. The other guy should stop the chick who, who's trying to oral sex him. Anyway, let me finish this. He said he didn't have a condom, but I'm pretty sure he had a box in the bathroom. I tried to play it off, but I felt so de embarrassed. Like doing that made me look so desperate or something. Every time we've gotten close to having sex, he just asks if I want to cuddle instead of try instead or quote unquote try again in the morning. But we never do. I feel like I've been getting a little more physically aggressive because I want to have sex with him. But then I feel really humiliated when he essentially rejects my advances. Does he not want to sleep with me? Is he turned off by me being a virgin? Does he not want to be the first? Am I overthinking this slash how can I stop and become more confident in this relationship? No, nah, I don't think you're overthinking it. I mean, this dude has had uh, plenty of chances to have sex with you. I will tell you this. Welcome to being a guy. We get rejected all the time. Uh, I, I was talking to Tasha about this. Um, 
if I had to count how many times I've ever rejected Tasha from sex, I'd say it's zero. I'd say it never. Even there's even times when I didn't personally feel horny, like just the second she mentions it, I'm already getting ready for it because that's just how guys work. So how many times has Tasha rejected me for sex? I don't know, 500? You know what I mean? Like, sure, maybe once a week. There's always a time that the guy rolls over and he's feeling good and he's all excited. And she's like, babe, I'm bloated. I just ate Italian food. And you're like, yeah, so what? Deal with it. Burp, fart, let's do it. Um, That's romance, folks. But uh, so you're getting rejected. You know, you're sexually getting rejected. And this is something that women don't take well. It is, uh, you know, there's a lot of times I joke around like, oh, women should be more like this or men are like this or like you're entitled or we're entitled, blah, blah, blah. This is a case where it's like, look, it's just pure economics. Women don't get rejected nearly as much as men. You might not always get the quality of what you want, but you go to a bar and you'll have 10 guys to choose from. Whereas a guy goes to a bar, it's like, all right, who will fuck me? That's just the economics of, of being a guy. So we deal well with rejection. Trust me. I've been rejected every which way to Sunday. I've been rejected all the time. I'm a comedian. I get rejected every day. Uh, you don't like that joke? Rejection. Oh, you don't want to fuck me? Rejection. Oh, you think I'm a dick? Rejection. You didn't like my status? Rejection. Mom doesn't want to call me back? Rejection. We're just getting rejected. So deal with it. Grow up. Welcome to being alive. But I'll say this. You're a virgin. You're trying to hold your vagina as some mythical creature. And the guy's just not wanting to fuck you. Now, let's be honest. He's not wanting to fuck you. If he wanted to fuck you, his dick would be hard. I mean, you said you were tipsy, all right? If you were wasted, I could understand. But who doesn't have hangover sex? Like, I, I mean, how, like, oh, geez. If you can't finish having a, a fucking... In, at night, you, your dick gets limp, whatever the case. The next day, you better wake up with a rock solid hard on. So the fact that you're ready to have sex sounds like he's either gay, honestly, or he's just not that into you or he's seeing somebody else. But it doesn't – that doesn't speak for the fact that you have been hooking up and he has stopped you. Now, you say that he lied about not having a condom when he did. Well, all right, you bring condoms and see what happens. I don't have a condom. Oh, here you go, babe. I got one. Okay. Well, uh, I don't prefer that kind. Well, I got striped ones, ribbed ones. I got all sorts of condoms. Just be a fucking condom salesman. See what his deal is. But more importantly, and this is what it goes for every question we get. More importantly, you have to communicate. Boy, problems really go away when you just call them out. Hey, Frank, do you just not want to fuck me? Hey, Frank, look. I'm being, I'm being the girl right now. Hey, Frank, look. I'll get over it. I might be a little upset, but what's the deal? Oh, Oh, you want me to shave? You you don't like hairy vaginas? Oh, okay, maybe I could do that a little bit. Or or maybe, oh, it's smelly? Okay, you don't like that? Oh, you're gay? You don't want to fuck me because you're gay? Oh, okay, cool. Why don't you send me up with one of your straight friends? Don't leave me on. You know what I mean? Like, there's an answer to it. Or he's like, yeah, and he just beats around the bush, and then you go, oh, he doesn't even like me. In, in which case, you know, it might suck to rip the Band-Aid off, but do yourselves a favor. Let's see, we're at half an hour. I'm going to get out of here. Um... I'm going to read you guys a kick-ass poem. Oh, geez. Did I not save it? Man, I'm really... I am the worst at saving this shit. So um, bear with me while I search for this poem. I found this really great um, poem, and I always forget what it's called. Desert... Desiderata? Desiderata, I think it's called. So I was doing um, Kelsey Cook's podcast. Remember, she was on the uh, the podcast a couple weeks ago. Kelsey Cook, she's super cool. Doing her podcast, and um, her podcast is called Cooked, C-O-O-K, possibly D. And, um, and uh, I was at her, so I was at her place doing the podcast, and then, uh, you know, chicks always have spiritual quotes everywhere. Like, so she had this, she had this framed, um, 
she had this framed poem up and uh she goes dude i live by this poem she had it right near her door and uh you know i try to get motivational on here i try to get spiritual i try to just you know i, I have to you know the joke is on you guys i'm not trying to show you how to be spiritual or motivational i have to remind myself these things every day it's a practice you know we have a body and an ego we have an ego that that really beats us down and tells us we're not good enough we you know we're we're not we're not successful we're not funny we're not whatever sexy and we have to remind ourselves every day to control that and know that we'll never get rid of our ego it'll always be there and we just have to silence it and just live you know a more like true being of who we are so anyway i'm going to end this episode with this poem Desiderata by Max Ehrman. I think it was like from 1927. Uh, it's a fucking kick-ass poem. But before I read it, just tell everyone, guys, I just so appreciate all the love and support you've given this podcast. Make sure if you do listen to hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends. I can really use that. Um, it's you know We've got um, next episode. It's going to be a blast. We had a listener send us some uh, candy from Australia, which by the way, must have been very expensive because she sent a bucket of candy. We're going to try some of it out, um, on next episode. So I'm so excited that we had someone, if anyone gets also, also gets inspired and wants to send us shit, go for it. And you know what we got to do is start making bumper stickers. I know we have a listener in Arizona who made a sex actually bumper sticker. I just love you guys, man. It's, it's, I really do appreciate when people reach out to us. So sex actually pod on Instagram and Twitter, sex actually podcast at gmail.com. Send us a question. Send us a comment. Let us know what's going on. You like these? Um, I'm, you know, I've, I've upped it like th- two or three months ago to two episodes a week. I'm trying to do either a one-on-one or a Tasha and Dave episode. I hope you guys enjoy these. Um, these are actually my favorite because I can just talk and talk and talk and i like having guests but i get real personal with you guys so hope you like it anyway this is the poem called desert desiderata and uh google it uh save it on your phone this thing's great so here we go go placidly amid the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence as far as possible without surrender be on good terms with all persons Speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others. Even the dull and the ignorant, they too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially. Do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of your years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune, but do not digress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be. And whatever your labors and aspirations, in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul.
With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. Thanks, guys.